Hello, everyone. Welcome to the huddle. Hope you're having a great Saturday and uh, looking forward to this weekend's matchups. Uh, more so for fantasy in a way. We're Neil. We're closing on playoffs here. Only two weeks left before fantasy playoff starter. Are you ready? Yeah, it's it is a stressful season uh, for fantasy yeah. owners, and uh, yeah, every every game is big now. So uh, it's like. It's almost like I'm in the NFL, you know, like these players always talk about like every game is important. You got to win these games to make the playoffs in real life. But, you know, that's how I feel like every week. I'm like, all right, all right. You know, we got to we we, we do, you know, big things here. You know, we got to execute. We got we to play the right people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Big, big decisions in week 13 already. I, it's kind of sad. The season's closing down quickly. and It's very sad. Yeah, but uh, we have four teams on a bye this week. We got the Titans, the Panthers, the Browns, and the Packers. And normally, looking at the beginning of the year, you'd have thought, "Oh, no, Derrick Henry, no AJ Brown, Julio, Christian McCaffrey." But half those guys are hurt on IR. <laughs> uh, even for the Browns, Nick Chubb isn't doing exactly what he was supposed to be doing. But for the Packers, you got no Devonte Adams this week. So good luck if you have Devonte. Hopefully, you got some good fill-ins. But we won't see those teams. But we get to see a lot of other good teams this week in our first game of the day of Sunday tomorrow. Coming up is the Giants versus the Dolphins. Uh, Neil, are you still on the Dolphins train? Uh, I, I sure am. I mean, they are they're playing. Uh, they're rolling right now. The train is yeah. rolling for Miami and uh, they're playing well. And um, once again, uh, it's in Miami and I, I see them uh, winning this game. Uh, Tua is playing really well. They're they're clicking, and um, I just can't see that the Giants are going to be the team to stop that. Uh, the Giants uh, barely pulled out a win against Philly. Their defense played well, uh, but um, yeah, Dolphins Dolphins got this um, in my opinion. But I mean, it, I guess it could be close in some sense. But the Dolphins should win this. So yeah, I agree. The Dolphins have allowed 17 points or fewer in four straight games. So their defense has been stepping up and I think they could do that again tomorrow against the Giants. <laughs> I don't love the Giants offense and I'm really loving the Dolphins defense right now. So and even the Dolphins, their offense starting to click. And I mean, Jalen Waddle, I'm loving him right now. I mean, I've I liked him when they drafted him and I love I love speedy receivers. Ask Neil. Any speedy mm-hmm. receivers, I just I'm all about it. So I've liked Waddle and I got him on a fantasy team and I'm starting him against the Giants. So hoping he has a big day. And I mean the Giants, they did shut down the Eagles last week, but I don't think they'll have quite as easy of a time this week against the Dolphins. So I also have the Miami Dolphins winning this matchup. Our next one is the Colts versus the Texans. And, Neil, this should be a very easy win for the Colts, <laughs> as I'm sure you're going to agree with me. Jonathan Taylor should run all over the Texans' 31st-ranked run defense, which I am also looking forward to come fantasy tomorrow. <laughs> uh, the Texans winning this game would be very, very surprising unless Tyrod Taylor decides to have one of his best games of the year. They should lose this game. Yeah, yeah, they they, they really should, and um, the Colts should have no problem winning this. Uh, you don't want to be a team facing the Colts right now. They're playing well, and they they lost to the Bucks, but you know they I thought they played pretty well. Just a couple of key turnovers there at the end uh, that really cost them, and. Uh, besides that, I thought they're, you know, they're playing teams tough and, and they're a tough team to play right now. Um, so Houston's going to have their work cut out and, uh, you know, especially with the guy you saw, Jonathan Taylor, who 
he's probably sitting at home right now, like just can't wait to get going because he is, yeah, he's probably going to have a day. So um, Colts should win this. And uh, yeah, Houston is probably going to be a long day for them. So yeah, absolutely. Uh, this next matchup is the Vikings versus the Lions. And Neil, I'm going to start out with this one. And I'm going uh, <laughs> to I'm, I'm say this <laughs> the Vikings better not lose against the Lions. The Lions have not won a game yet this year. And now they don't even have DeAndre Swift, who arguably is their biggest playmaker. I guess you could maybe argue Hawkinson, but I'd take Swift as their number one offensive weapon. And they don't have him, so they're going to Jamal Williams, which Williams is not a bad option. Uh, The Vikings defense, yes, they were awful last week. But the Lions offense, I mean, come on, it's – I'd just be so <laughs> sad if the Vikings lost. No Delvin Cook, Alexander Madison should still be able to step in and run the ball well against the Lions. And the Vikings have won eight straight games versus Detroit, and we should make it nine tomorrow. Vikings, you lose this one, and I think your season is over. Yeah, it's um, yeah, you can't lose this one if you're Minnesota, and, and they shouldn't. Like you said, it's like the battle of backup running backs here, but – uh, besides that, I think Kirk Cousins and Jefferson and Thielen and even Madison, they should all do well. And as long as Minnesota doesn't hurt themselves, they really should win this game because the- Detroit's going to have to, you know, play almost a perfect game, in my opinion, to win this. And, you know, Detroit makes a lot of mental mistakes and all sorts of stuff. So for Minnesota, just keep a clean game and you really should come out of there with a win. So, uh, and they should. And, uh, yeah, if they don't win this, uh, I don't know if they deserve to be in the playoffs. Sorry, Travis. Oh, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I, I go Vikings. Vikings over the Lions all day. <laughs> Should win that matchup. All right, yes. next one, Neil, I'll let you start with this one. You got the Eagles visiting the Jets. Are the Jets going to win back-to-back games? No. No. I think <laughs> I think at one point in the year, I think that – I don't know if it was the Jets or the Jags. I might have picked the Jets to win back-to-back games. And I was wrong, and I'm not doing it again. So, uh, <laughs> I'm going to go Eagles here. Jalen Hurts has a bounce-back game, in my opinion, here. Uh, really cost his team last week, and he can't can't afford to do it again. I the the Eagles a their running game is their offense, and they should be pretty successful in my opinion on the on the ground in this game. Uh, but Jalen Hurts is gonna have to throw it too, and he's got to be he's got he's really got to get better at that. And this will be a good game to see uh, if he can do that uh, consistently, and uh, if that's the case, the Eagles should have no problem winning this for the Jets. Um, you know the offense you know they won last week but i guess you know they were just the better of the bad teams and this week <laughs> the eagles are a little bit better in my opinion than the texans and so the jets yeah. uh I, I, there's just i mean zach wilson he's thrown four touchdowns this year and 10 interceptions so uh, it's been really tough for this jets team and i can't see it getting better here so yeah, I agree. The Eagles are actually 11-0 and all-time versus the Jets, which is the most wins without a loss in any all-time series. Wow. So uh, I believe the Eagles are going to make it 12-0 after this game. I really like the <laughs> Eagles' run game, although their top three running backs are all dealing with some sort of injury. Uh, for one of my fantasy leagues where my playoff hopes are just about out of reach, I really, really, really need Miles Sanders <laughs> to be the number one guy and run all over the Jets tomorrow. 
because I have no DeAndre Swift and no uh, Alvin Kamara for this week. <laughs> so Miles Sanders is, is going to need to step in to have a big day. And I agree with you, Neil. I think Jalen Hurts is a bounce back game. He should uh, look a little bit better. And for the Jets, Zach Wilson, is he needs to get the ball into Elijah Moore's hands and see if they can have some just big explosive plays to try to stay in this game. Um, but, yeah, I, I got the Eagles. Our next matchup is the Cardinals versus the Bears. And Arizona has not lost a road game this season, along with one other team in the NFL that has also not lost a road game. Do you know which team that is, Neil? Has not lost a road has game? Has not lost a road game. There's only two teams in the NFL, the Cardinals and... I'm just going to go on a wing. No, no, I was going to say Patriots, but I don't know. That is correct. Oh, yeah. It is the Patriots, the only two teams that are undefeated on the road. And I think the Cardinals will definitely stay undefeated as I don't think the <laughs> Bears should be able to beat them. Kyler Murray should be back. I think DeAndre Hopkins might be back this week. Don't know for sure. Uh, Andy Dalton, I know he was taking some first-team reps this week, so I believe he'll be starting over Justin Fields, who's still dealing with his rib injury. But whether it was Justin Fields or Andy Dalton, Cardinals should win this game on the road. Yes, they should. Um, no easy no easy task to play in Chicago, but yeah. uh, when you're just that much of a better team, you, you, you should win. And uh, I believe Kyler and everybody should be healthy for this game. Uh, well, he's questionable and Hopkins is questionable. So we don't know yet. Um, but um, if they are, they really should have no problem with this game. If they're not, I, I say it every week. I think they, you know, just because of how the Bears are playing, I think you could see the Cardinals still win. So um, yeah. I'm going to go Cardinals here. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a tough day for Chicago. And, you know, Chicago lost Khalil Mack, probably their best defender. So that doesn't make it any easier on the defensive side. Uh, for them and uh, yeah Cardinals should win this uh, no question so yeah absolutely I I agree and they're dealing with some injuries they gotta get Kyler back get Hopkins back even Chase Edmonds mm-hmm. to get a change yeah. of pace back and you'd hate to wear down James Conner because he's not exactly the most injury proof player either so if they can the Cardinals for them I think just get healthy for playoffs don't rush anybody back I mean you want the first round by but you're pretty much guaranteed playoffs i feel at this point for them so just just stay healthy make sure you guys are healthy uh, come sure. playoff time uh this next matchup is uh neil and i were talking beforehand before we uh recorded this and we're like there's two games that were kind of it could go either way and this is one of those games where you got the chargers playing the Bengals. and neil i'm gonna let you start this one out who do you have um uh, this one is this one is close <laughs> And uh, there's one deciding factor in, the, in in this game for me that I think will will win it for this team. And so I'm going to go Cincinnati Bengals here. All right. And I'm going to go because of Joe Mixon. And I, <laughs> the, the, the Chargers defense has struggled all year long, uh, stopping the run, and their defense hasn't been great. And I think the Bengals come in here and they and they understand that, and they're gonna they're gonna ride Joe Mixon. Uh, and I, I just can't see the Chargers uh, stopping that at all. Uh, and I think Joe Mixon is going to have a great game. I think the Bengals are going to be able to run the ball so much that it's going to open up their passing game and get more and get that involved. And the Chargers, when they play behind, they don't play well. Um, and that's shown when they lost to the Patriots last week against Denver. Uh, and I think the Bengals will get up, and I think the Chargers will certainly 
make big plays and certainly score. Uh, but ultimately, the Bengals will win this game, and it's going to be Joe Mixon leading the way. So, yeah, I I thought a very similar thing where the Chargers' run defense just isn't good. And I'm, I think I agree. Joe Mixon should have a really nice game against that defense. And each of these teams' last five meetings have been decided by one possession, and I think that wow. could very well be the case again in this game between two pretty evenly matched teams. And with Mixon, I think Mixon runs the ball well. But for me, I think it could come down to which quarterback commits the most turnovers. I Burrow and Herbert need to protect the football. Don't give the other team a short field or an extra possession. So I think some teams you can get away with turning the ball over because you're just playing a bad team. Like we're going to see in our next game. Um, but I think this one comes down to just take care of the football. Don't turn the ball over. And yeah, I'll, t- I'll take the Bengals though too over the Chargers at home. If it was reversed and the Chargers were at home, would you take the Chargers over the Bengals? No, no. Okay, I just I just think that yep. Mixon and them are, are gonna be. It's just gonna be too too tough for the Bengals or the Chargers to stop, regardless of home field advantage or not. So yeah, absolutely. <sighs> well, let's move on from that difficult game and let's do back to back games here, where it's probably some of the <laughs> easiest choices. Of the week, we have the Buccaneers versus the Falcons. Neil, are the Bucks going to win back-to-back road games? Yeah, they better. It's like a, it's kind of like your Vikings. <laughs> we had better yeah. in this game. So um, the Falcons are they are going to come, and they're going to try to beat us because they're fighting for a playoff spot, and you could say the division, I guess. But um, the, the Bucs should, should come in here and take care of business. Um, last year when they came to Atlanta, uh, they were down 24 to seven at half and the Bucks came back and really that game started their season last year as they didn't lose a game after that game in Atlanta. <laughs> so uh, hopefully that's, you know, you know, hopefully they continue to win here, but hopefully that's not the case here. They, uh, the Buccaneers, they, their biggest thing is they gotta, they gotta start games better. Uh, it's like they come out flat footed on, on the road for some reason. And, Next thing you know, you're you're down a couple scores, and I don't care who you are. It, it is tough um, to win games when you're when you're losing, and obviously you'll take Tom Brady probably out of most people to try to come back. But <laughs> uh, the Buccaneers just need to go in there, and they just need to play like the Buccaneers and win this game, and not even give the Falcons a chance. Um, and um, I think the secondary just they just got to hold their own and understand that. You know, double double Kyle Pitts. You know, as long as the defense stops Cordell Patterson, then yeah, <laughs> Bucks. Stop. Yeah, yeah, I agree. You got to go Bucks all the way in this one. Don't see it being super close. And didn't Tom Brady throw five touchdown passes against the Falcons earlier this year? Uh, he sure did. We were at that game yesterday. Yeah, so I'm I'm kind of hoping, even just for his MVP race, kind of I'd like mm-hmm. to see Brady maybe throw five more and. Not to mention I have him in fantasy in a couple leagues. And so <laughs> I I see him definitely having a better week than he did last week. Um, I don't see Fournette yeah. rushing like what or scoring four touch rushing three touchdowns in <laughs> every week. Uh, the only way I see the Falcons winning this game is if Brady just throws like multiple interceptions or the Bucks just yeah. turn the ball over several times. Um, uh, Tom Brady has played nine games against Atlanta, including playoffs, and Tom Brady has never lost to Atlanta 
<laughs> so, yeah, yeah. You, you, you heard it here. It's, it should be 10 0, right? They, they uh, hopefully, that's not the curse. You didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just the statistics, right? That's all, that's all, right. all that is. It's 9 0. It shouldn't make it 10 0. Uh, this next game also is a pretty easy pick. Uh, the Jaguars are traveling to play the Rams. It's a very easy decision. The Rams should win this game, although. The Rams have allowed 28 plus points in three straight games, which they have lost all three of them. Uh, in the first eight games of the year, they only allowed 28 plus in one games out of the first eight. So I'm not sure what's going on with the Rams. They're just not gelling. They're not playing as good as we thought the Rams would play, but I don't think they're going to give up even over 20 points to the Jaguars in this one. I think their whole team gets back on track. They get back into the win column. If they do lose this game, you probably worried as a Rams fan that you've just got some big, <laughs> some bigger issues. They just have too much talent on that roster to continue losing, especially to uh, to a bad Jags team. Yeah, um, the Rams should easily win this. Um, if you're the Jags, if, you know, the games that you've won, it hasn't been your offense. It's been your defense. And, you know, uh, like the Bills game, your offense didn't do anything, but your defense hung in there. And I see that's the only way you're going to beat them because I, I can't see Trevor Lawrence having the best game of his career, you know, in the NFL against the Rams this week. So, um, I think that if the Jags try to win this game like they have against the Bills, they're going to have to play good defense. And I just think the the Rams are just going to be too much. And like you said, the Rams, there's there's definitely been some concern on their defensive side. And, uh, you know, especially after that, you know, they got some really good players in Ramsey, Donald, and Vaughn Miller back there. But um, they should be, should be, uh, they should be rolling uh, on Sunday in this game and shouldn't, uh, have too much of a problem and if they do have too much of a problem then yes there is a huge concern because <laughs> uh trevor lawrence and that offense should not be that great so um yeah but yeah rams all the way yeah for sure i don't know if i've shared this on the podcast before i know I've, i think i shared it with neil but i was reading something one time and i messed it up a little bit but you, you'll get the idea where ramsey plays for the rams right and just imagine if the jaguars had a player called jaguarsy you know or like the, the the Patriotsy just had a Y. It's it's kind of a perfect perfect name for a player being on the Rams called Ramsey. <laughs> kind of, I, I thought that was funny. You just take oh, look at the other boy. teams and add a Y after the other teams. And, <laughs> <laughs> kind of funny. Something really oh, random, but I, nice, I had a good nice. good laugh at it. But <laughs> uh, this next game was the other matchup where we could differ. And I Neil, it's the football team versus the Raiders and. When I was first going through these matchups, I had one team selected, and then I changed my mind, and now I have a different team selected. Mm-hmm. But I, I almost want to go back. It's so tough to me, and I don't, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I'm gonna go Raiders. I'm gonna go Raiders. It's a, it is a home game for them. Uh, I like Derek Carr over Taylor Heineke. I think that was one of my factors that played into it. Heineke's been playing well, but Derek Carr's playing at a pretty high level too, although Darren Waller might miss the game. And so (laughs) all you have is, what, Hunter Renfro and Brian Edwards. And for the football team, you have Antonio Gibson, who's playing better. I don't know if McKissick's going to be back. And Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas is back. 
I'm kind of talking myself out of the Raiders as I, <laughs> as I, you know, I'm switching. I'm going, I'm going over the football team. <laughs> I'm going to go, I'm going to go football team. I think I talked myself out of it. Some pieces there. It can go either way. I, it's tough. I'll go football team. You know, who do you have? Uh, oh, wow. That, that's the first. Hey, you heard it first. Travis changed his mind. There you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, it was very tough too. And, I, I did go Raiders here, yeah. so I thought we were going to agree there for a second. Um, yeah, I think I think the the Washington football team certainly has some better pieces in a sense of like, you know, Terry McLaurin is a lot better than receivers on the Raiders and uh, Logan Thomas, like I said, is back and, and Gibson and certain guys and, even, and Heineken. And the, the Washington football team just continues to find ways to win and uh, they certainly could do that again. I could certainly see them just having another just kind of just defensive, like nothing too crazy, but just a win is a win kind of game here. But I like the Raiders. I, I liked what they did against Dallas on Thursday night uh, or not yeah. thir- Thursday afternoon and uh, Thanksgiving. And um, I don't know. I like how Derek Carr has been playing. Uh, I think he can make plays even with what he's given to him. And um, I think that the Raiders could pull this one out. But, yeah, it is very close and certainly could see Washington. And if they play the way they keep playing and kind of that you know, gritty football, you know, wins kind of Washington football team that they've been playing recently, I could certainly see them winning. But I'm going to go Raiders. I, I just think that Derek Carr could certainly – lead them to a win here at home and yeah that's ah, close Oof. yeah i probably shouldn't have switched because i just i do like Derek carr over taylor heineke and i think he could he could outduel heineke in this one and just have a better game but yeah we'll see we'll see <laughs> for for uh, being a vikings fan i sure do hope the raiders win this game because i need the football team to to lose some games here yep. <laughs> uh neil who do you have between the ravens and the steelers yeah, it's it's not much of a of a debate here as that one was. Uh, I'm gonna go Baltimore here. Uh, they are away and they got to go to Pittsburgh. And Baltimore did not look good last week. I I can't see Lamar Jackson having that bad of a game again. <laughs> kind of like Jalen Hurts. Certainly, I could see him having a better game here. And um, don't love the Steelers. I, I never have. And certainly, I picked them a few times this year just because. You know, the Steelers are kind of like the football team to me. They, they kind of sometimes get a gritty win, but um, I just think the Ravens have so much more talent. Lamar Jackson is explosive, and I'll take Lamar would have been Roethlisberger at the end of the day here. <laughs> and, um, you know, I think uh, it's going to come down to defenses too, you know, which defense can stop the other offense, and I'll take Ravens defense there too. So I'm um, going to go Ravens here. It's not necessarily close to me. Um, you know, Steelers do like to make games interesting, so you never know, but got to go Ravens here. Yeah, I agree. Got to go Ravens. Lamar Jackson is not going to throw four interceptions again. He's going to improve, but I don't know if you can say the Steelers offense is going to improve by that much, you know? Yeah. I just – I don't love Roethlisberger. I think they need to give Najee Harris the ball a few more times. I think he had eight carry eight carries last week, which that was a lot of game script. They were playing from behind against the Bengals the entire game. But give Najee Harris the ball. He's your playmaker. Run the offense through him. I still think the Ravens will win this matchup, though. <laughs> yeah. Uh, over the Steelers. Uh, the next matchup, we have the 49ers and the Seahawks. And I think you almost have to pick the 49ers. 
until we see Russell Wilson and the Seattle offense figure things out. It is a home game for Seattle at the beginning of the year. I probably picked the Seahawks in this matchup. And if they start clicking on offense, they could be hard to slow down. I mean, Russell Wilson, Metcalf, Lockett, an explosive offense, but they also have no run game. I think I saw uh, on Thursday, I believe they signed Adrian Peterson to their practice squad. So uh, interesting signing for a team that, isn't necessarily in the playoff hunt and maybe just a, a veteran signing there. And they're, they're just a mess right now. The 49ers are looking like a very good complete team. Although no Debo Samuel for the Niners. I don't think that's going to matter though, but could be a good game, but can't go Seahawks. Can't go Seahawks. Huh? Well, I went Seahawks. Wow. Yep. I'm going to go Seattle here at home. Uh, they haven't been playing well and there's no denying that. And on paper, uh, that the Niners are the better team right now because of how they're playing. and But I like Seattle here. I think Russell Wilson and Metcalf and Lockett are, are going to have a game. I'm, I'm calling it, all right? Yeah. Hey, Russell Wilson's going to come out. He's going to throw three tutties. And uh, DK Metcalf's going to get two of them. Hey, Lockett's going to get one. <laughs> Don't say that. I'm going against Metcalf. <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> The, the Seahawks, this is – it's not going to matter. You know, they're going to win this game, and, and so it's not going to matter down the road. But it's going to be a good game for them. And the Niners are going to struggle. they got no Debo. Uh, and, and sure, they got Kittle. But – and the Niners will make plays. It will be a good game. Don't get me wrong. But Seattle will walk away victorious here. Um, and it's just, you know, it's just going to be too much. And, and the running game certainly is concerning with the Seahawks. They have no running game, like Travis said. It is – but I'm telling you, Rhett Wilson and DK, it's going to happen this game, and Seattle's going to win it at home. You heard it here first. There we go. Uh, I mean, I, like I said, they have a very explosive offense. I wouldn't be surprised <laughs> if the Seahawks won, but the Seahawks have no run game, and they have no run defense. I think Elijah oh, Mitchell absolutely. has a monster game. I think yeah. 49ers control time of possession. And like I said, I could be wrong. For, Seahawks have the potential to play well, but – I, I just couldn't – I could not pick them. But all right. We'll, all right, look at that. We'll see what different uh, – just two games left. We have our Sunday night matchup and our Monday night matchup. Neil, I'm going to let you end – I'll let you share with our Monday night matchup first. So I'll give our uh, my thoughts on the Broncos versus the Chiefs. A uh, very big divisional game. The Chiefs can separate themselves from the Broncos with a win or the Broncos can move to the same record as the Chiefs if they are to win. Although I have the Chiefs winning this game at home, it wasn't super difficult. But the Broncos, have, they've seemed kind of weird this year. They, they've proved they can play well, and they've proved they can play not well. I, I guess we'll see which Broncos team we get. They're going to need to run the ball very well with Javante Williams and uh, Ingram or Gordon, Melvin, uh, Melvin Gordon. Uh, I just <laughs> don't see the Broncos beating the Chiefs in Kansas City in this matchup. Yeah, uh, the Chiefs have actually won 11 straight games against the Broncos going wow. into this. So they dominate the series, uh, and they're going to win this one too. Yeah, like trying to say, just can't see Denver coming into Kansas City and pulling out this win. Um, you know, the Broncos, um, they're hanging around. Uh, that's a good word to say. And <laughs> yeah. made a good team in the Chargers last week. But um, I think Mahomes and this offense is just going to be too much for Denver to handle. Um or yeah, Denver's defense to handle. Um, so yeah, I got Chiefs here. I don't. I don't think it's close. Like Travis said, I can't see Bridgewater <laughs> up 
outdueling Patrick Mahomes. <laughs> um, but you never know. I mean, the, the Chiefs defense still worries me. I mean, they, they've certainly played, played better in a way, certainly. But um, I think uh, the Broncos, de- you know, I just can't see the Broncos coming in here and getting one. So I got to go Chiefs here. Uh, and the Chiefs before this bye week have been playing pretty well. And uh, it says they're 19. They won 19 out of 22. Uh, when when Andy Reid's been the coach after a bye week, so they do pretty well off a bye week too. So everything's lining up for the Chiefs to win here. So wow, nineteen and two, nineteen and twenty-two. Oh, so 19. like they're so they only lost three times coming off of a bye week with Andy Reid at, at head coach. Oh, I heard nineteen. So like nineteen wins out of twenty-two, like twenty-two so ni- times. Oh, yeah. okay. oh, I thought it was a nineteen and twenty-two record. I was like, wait, that's almost seems weird. So okay, that's pretty. That's <laughs> yeah. pretty good. That's pretty yeah, good. So. Uh, moving to our Monday night matchup, we have the leaders of the AFC East in the New England Patriots at eight and four, playing the second place team in the AFC East at seven and four with the Buffalo Bills. Patriots are undefeated on the road this year, five and zero. Oh. Can they make it six and zero? Oh? Yeah, there's there's a lot of things to look forward to in this game, and. Um, I won't share my winner yet. I'll just start talking about the game. So Mac Jones, uh, this is really a ultimate test, right? You're, you're, you're winning some games. The media is kind of hyping you up. And can you go into Buffalo, which is a very difficult place to play, against the team that has won the division last year and beat them on the road? Um, and it, it's going to be a challenge for Mac Jones in this offense that, uh, kind of reminds me of a Tom Brady younger offense where it's a lot of checkdowns, a lot of screens, a lot of just simple plays to not get Mac Jones in too much trouble. But to me, Mac Jones is going to have to make some plays in this game if he wants to win this game. Um, and on the defensive side for New England, they're going to have to step up, and it's going to be interesting to see J.C. Jackson, who was just named the AFC Defensive Player of the of the month uh going up against Stefan Diggs you know uh I'll take Diggs all day I think but you never know right if, if JC Jackson can come in there and lock him down then um you know I think that the Matthew Judon and Kyle Van Noy defensive ends for the New England Patriots they're gonna have to get to Josh Allen when Josh Allen gets pressured he makes very interesting throws and a lot of times they're very <laughs> they're picked off so um, it's just going to be a lot of keys for New England if they want to win this game for Buffalo. Uh, one thing I'm worried about is Tredavious White, the cornerback, all-pro cornerback, is out for the year. So uh, Dane Jackson, a second-year player, is going to get his is going to get a start along with uh, some other young guys out there, um, and that's going to be interesting to see how those young corners for Buffalo play and will Mac Jones and that offense, like I said attack that and try to make some plays um, because the run defense for Buffalo is tough. Uh, and I save that with an asterisk because Jonathan Taylor killed them. But uh, I do think that they still have a good run defense. Um, so with that being said, <laughs> I got Buffalo. <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. I, I also have Buffalo. I love this matchup. I think in my opinion, game of the week here on Monday night, uh, you know, you want to pick the Red Hot Patriots, and I'd like to see the Patriots beat the Bills in this matchup. I'm not going to lie, but <laughs> I just can't seem to do it. It's tough to go against uh, against the Bills. And 
I think Mac Jones could struggle in this game uh, against this defense and just look like a, like a, a rookie, right? Maybe make some mistakes. Uh, it, it should be a good game, though. I, I liked all your thoughts were good. And like you said, Mac Jones is going to have to play a great game. The only thing about the Bills is I just – I don't love their run game a ton, although they – yeah. Seem to with that Singletary and Brita do well enough, but man, Josh Allen, Stephon Diggs, and they just they, they pass the ball well, and their defense has been really good. So I just think Mac Jones struggles a little bit too much in this game. They just can't quite uh, beat the Bills in this incredible Monday night matchup. <laughs> so looking forward to that. So. Well, uh, let's. That's all of our week thirteen matchups. Got some exciting games this weekend. Do you have any last thoughts, Neil, before we close? No, I uh, bought uh, playoff tickets today for the uh, Buccaneers. Uh, So I'm excited for that and um, more excited for more football this Sunday. And like I said, fantasy playoffs are upon us. And I am stressed for the Bucs, stressed for the Patriots, and stressed for fantasy. So I'm just stressed in general. (laughs) Yeah, my Sunday afternoons, those are like my times. I chill, I relax, I don't think about work. And yet, I seem to stress more on Sunday afternoons than I do at all during work ever. <laughs> it's it's so funny. I called my uh, shout out to my mom and dad uh, when I when I talked to them after the game on uh, Indianapolis uh, when the Bucks beat Indy, and um, you know I, I called them and I said, you know, it's it is just such a relief when the Buccaneers win because like, I mean, I I'm sitting here and I can't even eat with the food in front of me because I'm so nervous <laughs> and I can't move. I can't, you know, if I have to use the bathroom, I don't because I cannot, I'm just so nervous. And as soon as I, I called my mom and dad and I just was like, ah, they won. Okay. And now the rest <laughs> of my week is good. <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, Sometimes I'm like, I, I'm not a super emotional person. Just ask my wife. She'll confirm that. But sometimes, <laughs> man, I can I can feel it all when I'm watching sports and it's affecting fantasy. I'm like, oh, this, this I'm getting to my field. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel everything. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm hitting I'm here by myself. And, you know, my neighbors are probably like, this guy is just screaming at people. Yeah, I'm screaming at the TV. Absolutely. You know? Uh and uh it's it is it is different and certainly my sundays you know drives i know we both go to church but our sunday afternoons would yeah you know, football would be so probably so lazy so we <laughs> we do appreciate it you know, so yeah oh absolutely absolutely but hey good luck to all of your teams this weekend and your fantasy football teams good luck to you as you make your final push toward the playoffs probably starting in a few weeks here for you and uh, go vikings go dolphins should be a fun weekend and thank you for listening we do appreciate it yeah thanks everybody so much for listening and uh, when i went to texas sorry real quick travis i went to texas for thanksgiving and i had like three cousins come up to me they're like your podcast is so good so shout out to them and everybody for listening and go patriots go bucks uh tom brady's gonna win mvp enjoy your football weekend see ya see ya